Hey, what's up, y'all, man? It's Jay Math, host of the World Peace Podcast, the fourth generation angry black man, and I'm here to tell y'all about Anchor. If you haven't heard, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. The creation tool allows you to record, edit, and make your own podcast from your phone, computer, whatever. And Anchor will put out your podcast and distribute it for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and other platforms where you can hear podcasts. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listening shit, and you can get people to subscribe to it. It's everything you need to make in a podcast, so I need you to download that free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get it started. Peace. All I know is It's about to go down This is what we doing I'm a man, Cozy, coming up. Talking to myself, saying to myself, oh, no, sweet like that, not a beautiful dream. Phone interview. Moving to the left, moving to the left, oh, no one know better, no one know better. Get your social distancing. Like your puppet, you pull my strings while you play me. Y'all know. Why do I move with your movement? I'm on your stage, I'm performing. Hey. Let you go to make it on your soul. Shout out to everybody who tuned into the Mask Off Showcase. We, we, we bringing that back. DJ Samba. What up, man? We on Spotify, baby. Wash your hands. Yeah. Hey. Podcast episode 28. Let's get it. Okay, so we back, man. Um, this is episode 28, World Peace Podcast. I'm here with my man 
Cozy in the building. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Cozy, aka Mr. Stay Cozy, aka the Ugly Sex Symbol, aka the Soul Side Nigga, aka Burger Side Boy, aka that nigga that be chilling, aka one too many nicknames. You know what I'm saying? God damn, this one I like this. That's <laughs> why so I fuck with this nigga right here. You know what I'm saying? You can't just give him a little bit, you know what I'm saying? You gotta give him the whole pack. You gotta yeah, give him the whole thing. Hey, man, so I'm with, I had questions, but then I went to my Instagram and I was like, damn, you just dropped like a whole minute of like heat. Like, <laughs> on your Instagram and shit. You're the first nigga who pop up when I refresh, flaming it, flaming it up in the studio. What's up with that video you just dropped? That's just um, for the people? Yeah, it was just a little challenge going on. Little baby was basically saying, "Yeah, saying drop a minute freestyle to any instrumental off of his new album." And somebody tagged me in it on Twitter, and I was like, "You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and touch on that because that's something to prove yeah. is an instant banger. Like as soon as you hit play, it goes." Right, right. So I was like, "That's that's the beat that I'm gonna get on." So I just, you know, what I'm saying I did a little freestyle video in a minute either. So I was like, "It just makes sense." Yeah, you killed that, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate it. Hey, so um, how'd you get your start in this whole music thing? Because you do Man. R&B, you do hip-hop, so how did it all start? Um, It started real young as far as just falling in love with music. I um was introduced first. I, I just knew I was going to be an R&B singer off of it. Because my mom would play, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of baby face, that Usher Confessions album, um, Anthony, Anthony Hamilton. And I'm talking about you think I you think I was the most in love, out of love child ever, the way I was letting it burn in my car seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's you know, pretty much where I got my 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 roots. And then my dad pretty much introduced me to hip hop because we'll be riding out to little tournaments or whatever I have for the weekend and he'll bump some some Jay-Z or public enemy or you know what I'm saying, whatever it was he was listening to at the time. And um I eventually started to venture into my own type of music. That's when I fell in love with the Waynes, the Drakes, uh, Under 3000. And I just kind of took all of those influences and, you know what I'm saying, started to do it, do it myself. Like, I was, I, I remember vividly being at, like, baseball practice and rapping Lil Wayne songs. And if I forget the lyrics, I just try to make mine up on the spot. Right, right, right. And I was like, hold on, this, you know this shit kind of go a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So... I just started to fall in love with it like that. How old were you when you were, like, figuring out that this was, like, something that was, like, you could do? Um, like, that moment you were just talking about? I had to be probably, like, eight. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, really, really somewhere between six to eight like that. But I think I started really, like, rapping for my teammates for real, like, eight years old. And I just kind of, you know, I didn't get really nice for real, for real, to probably 12. So we got so just of um, my bad. I ain't gonna cut you. I got. Oh no, no, you good? So we got influences of Wayne. You said I think it's interesting that the the R and B side come from your mother and the hip hop side come from your father. Mhm. That you can't it's, make um, up any any better, right? There, you, just to make sure you can't. Because it's like my, the the type of rap my dad. Like I said, of course you got the Jay Z, who's probably one of my favorite rappers of all time. But also with the influences of. Well, not even so much influence, but just being introduced to people like, you know what I'm saying, the LLs and the public enemy. I always joke with my dad. I was like, man, you don't like music unless it's strictly break drums. Because that right, seemed like right, it's right, all he right, was bumping right. the whip. Hard so, shit. like, with with uh, me liking, like, R&B and stuff, too, I like to incorporate melody. 
So it just kind of took a minute for us to, you know what I'm saying, find common ground with certain songs. And it's always interesting when we, you know, to have those debates. So um, where are you from, Cozy? I am from Ellenwood, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Clayton County. Southside. Southside. Southside zone. Clay Cole. Yes, sir. What's happening out there, man? All right, so tell me about how this um, Running Away record came together, man, because I'm loving this record right now. So that you talk about, you know, you one of the most in love. Well, you, I guess as a kid, you was one of the most in love, in and out of love. This song sound like that too, man. Yeah, so, like, it's, it really came about probably a year before I, I dropped it, to be honest with you. And it was I was just in a place where I was dealing with um, a lady of interest, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, given my past endeavors, you know what I'm saying, whether it be somebody doing me wrong or me doing them wrong, I, you know what I'm saying, I'm guarded, you know what I'm saying, just like a lot of men my age, yeah. or even past my age in some in some uh, instances are. And we, we, we're we so guarded where sometimes we're, we feel we're black and plain, we're also black and blessed. Right. And this song, this song was really just me expressing that through all of what I've been through, you know what I'm saying, and maybe even what she's been through, I'm personally tired of running from what's good for me. So, how's the, re- how's, how's the reception been to the song? Because you dropped it fairly recently, correct? Mm-hmm, I dropped it on uh, Valentine's Day Eve. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. That. And, um, the reception's been all I could ask for, to be honest with you. Like, I'll, I'll um, have people reach out to me, like, probably no more than a week ago. One of my homies, um, who I met, you know what I'm saying, through Instagram, he reached out and showed love before, and he hit me with something. He was like, bruh, he was like, one thing I love about your music is I always can relate to it, you know what I'm saying? I feel the genuineness in it. And that those type of, you know what I'm saying, messages are what really touched my heart. Because it's like, it's one thing to, you know what I'm saying, make good music, and it could just be empty. You know what I'm saying? It could be for the moment. But when people actually relate to it, they were like, bro, I see my situation in it. That's always what, you know what I'm saying, nudges me to keep going for one. And then two, just makes me realize that I'm not doing this for no reason. Yeah, I feel that, man. Those records, like the genuine records, they come across better to people, man. Because like you said, everybody can tap in and everybody can definitely relate. I think um, we should play that record one time. So why don't, we, why don't you introduce it for the people um, and let the people know what we're about to get into. Okay, cool, you know what I'm saying? The record we're about to jump into is Running Away by yours truly, you know what I'm saying? The ugly sex symbol, mm-hmm. Cozy. And um, you can find it on any uh, DSP, you know what I'm saying? Your Apple Music, your Spotify, your Google Plays, your Christian Mingles, you know what I'm saying? It's everywhere. So let's go ahead and get into that one. World Peace Podcast coming right back. Wow. Yeah. 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 Can't cure this pain with Tylenol I'm a wet 
to find the fault. Expectations, they rise and fall. Must stay low, guess they kinda lost. My emotions can find it all. Not trying to waste your time and all. Baby, just listen, it's really something about you. I don't wanna get rid of. See, I'm so glad I got you. I'm held hostage by trauma. No, you don't deserve drama. If my heart was out here, girl, you get a piece on my mama. Spent so long trying to fight. Cozy is in here on the phone. He tapped in. Are you washing your hands? That's another question. Um, at this yeah. moment? Well, no. I at mean, this just, moment, no. But, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Soon. Soon. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to wash my hands as soon as I hit the hang-up button. Because you want to say, But, uh, yeah, I'm washing my hands. I keep the hand sanitizer with me in my yeah. bag. I wear gloves at work. Man, I went to work. I went to work because I work at Target, so we're considered quote unquote essential. Essential, you an um, essential nigga. Tell these bitches. Hey, well they need to go. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Turn around, look what you're turning down. You dig what's you going know what on? Saying? But um, I went to work. You know, fresh, when, fairly when this Corona stuff was kind of new or whatever, mm-hmm. and I came in and I looked at my manager. She just started, you know, what I'm saying directing me as to what I was gonna be doing for the day, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Wear the gloves. And she looked at me. <laughs> And she was like, gloves? Why do you need gloves? And I just chuckled. I was like, you're joking, right? Oh, <laughs> like, no. yeah. I said, we need these gloves. Shit, so y'all... Mad people come to the store. 
Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I was like, either you gonna find me some gloves or direct me to the gloves, or you gonna pay me for walking around this store in circles. Sure, it's crazy out there, man. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I hope everybody out there taking care of themselves. Um, Coach, let me ask you this, man. India, mm -hmm. indie or major label? Um, I'm gonna say indie. Well, wait. Well, the, I think there's one there's one artist I would sign to. Not even so much artist, but just one camp I think I personally would sign to. Okay. And that's Dreamville. Okay. Would you consider Would you consider them indie or, or major? I think that's how major. They got right a big now. bag right now. I ain't gonna lie. They ain't struggling no more. I mean, I know J. Cole ride bikes, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas nah, got a for bag real. over there. They not playing. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, I really... I really rock with how they, you know what I'm saying, have creative freedom over what they do. I think there's there's no, really no limit to what they can do. They just got to run it by the boss. By and, the, you know what I'm saying? flexibility over there. Exactly. And that's what I, I, I appreciate. I don't I don't too much like being micromanaged yeah, with anything, that. let alone my, my, my art. That's that's more like of a, a mixture of a major in the indie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because most of these majors, you know, they're probably not going to let you do it. So with that being said, what's a, um, like a dream collaboration? Ooh, with me or just yeah. if I could put some people together? Let's, well, let's start with you. Okay. I like that question too, but let's start with you. Um, let me give you a top three. Okay. I would love to work with Drake. Mm -hmm. I would love to work happen? with... You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? AKA, AKA Mr. Uh, Midas Touch. Let's get it. Um, I would love to work with T-Pain. Yeah. Um, and I'm really slacking. That's one of my early influences, too. That's actually, like, the first nigga I ever wanted to be, like, in third grade. Damn. Um, and my final one, yeah. I think my final collaboration would, would be for real. And that's more... That's, that's really new to me. Like, it's when I started deep diving into, like, just production, the production end of music, because it's like, I don't make beats or anything like that. Yeah. But I do, I can, I definitely know that there's a, a, a niche to having an ear for a great song, and he, he has not missed. He got it, right? He, got it. Yeah, he bro, is not missed. Bro got I don't He definitely got a lot of catalog over there. So who is the collaborations that you, that you were talking about? Or just artists. Sound like um, that's interesting. That's one that's been sitting, one that's been sitting on my heart since probably like ninth grade is uh, Anthony Hamilton under three thousand remix. Oh, I mean not remix for collaboration. Yeah, I it's like you can just like that. you can, can just taste the fish fry on it. Like you can <laughs> taste the fish fry. You can smell your grandmother's collard greens and everything. Everything southern and everything good is coming yeah. out of that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great, I mean, actually. <laughs> you feel me? Like something needed right there, I feel like. For the culture, bro. Just, just, that's, that's what's going to take to get the corona to get the fuck up out of here. You know what Some good Southern, good Southern remedies and Facts. meats. You know what I mean? So let me ask you um, this. Um, let me ask you this real quick. How did we, okay. how did we get to the hosting? Because you're performing, you're R&B, um, you're hosting. You got your hand in everything, right? That's a great question, bro. It's, um, ooh, okay. So, I actually, it was, it put in my ear by my mom one day. So, we went to, um, to see family, taping a family feud, actually, right? No. 
and before and before you know saying they get the show started there's a guy that comes out kind of loosens up the crowd tell a few jokes a little interaction and dude was hilarious i'm talking about i'm in, i'm in the seat doing the goofy laugh like you know how you can laugh or kind of contain it yeah i'm not containing nothing like this nigga is hilarious yeah. and my mom she just looked at me and was like you know i can see you doing something like that and it kind of i was like really because it's like it's one thing to get up on stage to perform a song that you can rehearse but it's like he's up there just talking to people and i never saw myself as one of the most sociable peoples at this time in my life right so um i actually fast forward probably two three years I, um i see a little flyer in the elevator at my school for an open mic and i'm like open mic i love to perform i had did a couple of events on campus but this was just just another way to hone the craft you know tell them what kind of crowd that brings out mm -hmm. so i went and it was um it was a no trespass open mic and the guy that threw it, he was actually standing up there hosting. And I went, I performed, and, you know what I'm saying? I got up and gave my regular run. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm cozy, you know what I'm saying? I'm from so-and-so. Right, right, right. I, I do this, that, and the third. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I did crack a little joke, but I just feel like that's my my way to break the ice. If I can get these people to laugh at what I say, they're with me already, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never seen nobody make somebody laugh and they not be on their side afterwards. Yeah. So... And I performed, and towards the end, he asked me, he was like, man, you seem really, really comfortable up on stage, not knowing my heart was beating a million miles per hour. Um, he was like, you seem really comfortable up stage. Would you be interested in actually hosting these events? And it was like, I was scared, but I was also like, this is an opportunity to try something out. And they say college is where you, you try things out. So, so long story short, I... Um, Kind of got that job right there on the spot um and just got more comfortable with it as, as time went you know what i mean especially with the fact that we've kind of built a community around it so you see some new faces every uh every event but you also see some familiar faces that come to you it's like man i really enjoy what you guys are doing and when you're cooking with fire you know what I'm saying you got to keep it hot you do gotta keep it coming man i hope y'all keep coming with the after this shit passes i know everybody's gonna get back in pocket because i definitely went up to one of those no trespassing showcases and was pleasantly um, surprised when I got there. Had a great time. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you starting through for that, too. For sure, man. Well, I appreciate you joining us for the podcast during this shit, man. Nah, man, I really, I really couldn't wait. Like, when you reached out, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah right, man, man. Let's do something like this, man. Um, yeah. usually we play two songs, man. You got another joint you can send me? Um, yeah, I do have another one for you. I'm actually going to drop it sometime this month. Well, how about this? Well, yeah. How about you? I'm going to send you my email when I get off the phone. And then, um, okay. you know, you send that through and we'll drop that in here. And y'all going to get some exclusive music from Cozy. Why don't you give them your, um, you know, your IG information and your handles and stuff like that? For sure, man. Y'all can please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore... I am cozy, and if you're also on Instagram, get at my merch line at Stay Cozy Merch on Instagram. Word up, man. You heard it here first, man. World Peace Podcast, episode 28, hosted by your boy J-Math. I guess I want to say thank you to Cozy. We coming back. The quarantine ain't stopping shit. You know, we holding it down, man. That's it. That's yeah, all. Sir. Win, lose, or draw. We out. Peace. Peace.
Stay cozy. Yeah. Look. Hey. Yeah. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. I ain't rocking with it no more. You can go on with your made up truth. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. Knew you was a sleeper, ain't fucking with a dream until the dream come true. I'm a mastermind, trying to mastermind. Spitting raps of mine just to pass the time. Stressing cause cream rises, you tap water and I'm alkaline. Niggas greasy like Vaseline, I mean Vaseline. What the fuck you mean? I ain't hot as steam coming from the tea on the summer's eve. Feel like submarines. No need to say no more. Say no more. They they don't wanna play no more. Play niggas act like they walking on tippy toes. Me, I'ma stop till I shake the floor. Yes, I gotta do them how they do. Skipping all the bullshit, true. Gotta double you like it's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokes on you, jokes on you. Jokes on you, jokes on you, I ain't rockin' with it no more.